0: Welcome to Tasting the Right Way, where I sit down with my good mate and ultimate wine man, Lindsay Wright, to compare our value for money finds. Here we taste, compare, learn, and laugh. Our mission being to locate the best value for money propositions in our local wine market. These shorter snippets are beyond fun to produce, and we hope you enjoyed listening to them. Once again, welcome to Tasting the Right Way. We're here again on the sunny, beautiful banks of Forest Lake for the second episode of Tasting the Right Way. Lindsay
1: Wright, how the hell are you, mate? Tom, I am pretty fantastic, to be honest, because I think we've got pretty much a perfect day. I'd say it's about 24 degrees. It was perfect last time. It's pretty perfect today. Well, it's more perfect, I think. Perfect. We've raised the bar of perfection today. So it's about 24, 25 degrees, uh, a little bit of a breeze, and it's just such a beautiful place to be, and if I could share it with anyone, Tom, it, it probably wouldn't be you, but you're here, so so, so let's get into what we're doing today. Ah oh, well, mate, I'm so excited because the wines,
0: I think we've nailed the wines today. Uh, character, difference, I'm really excited. Let, let, let's get down to it. So the first one, thought I'd kind of surprise you, a little bit of a sneak attack. We've got a Prosecco. A Rutherglen Prosecco, Cofield Wines, uh, who are masters experts in the art of Australian sparkling wine. Uh, This Prosecco made in Buffalo Mountain, Alpine Victoria. I first came across this doing the event down on the Gold Coast with 8x8. Cofield were good enough to donate some of their wines for the event. And this Prosecco... Featured and it really blew my mind. It, it was the first time I think I've given an actual prosecco this much attention because I, I'm not tr- I'm not usually a massive sparkling person. I would normally every day of the week, twice on a Sunday, take a table wine over a sparkling wine. But we got the sparkling wine. I tasted it and it just educated me about sparkling wine. The, the, the fundamental thing that I learned: prosecco is not champagne. Am I correct? Prosecco is not champagne. Therefore don't compare it to champagne it's doing something completely different and i think if you understand what this wine is doing well regardless of whether you understand it this to me is magnificent for 50 million and one reasons but it's it's an australian sparkling prosecco nose actually do you you want to get into it
1: let's start tasting yeah good call tom but let's start let's start getting into it let's have a look at that nose so already really lifted. I'm sort of getting your your pears, your your green apples. There's that sort of toasty element, um,
0: sparkling, so tank fermentation. You're still going to get um, that That yeast isn't going to be as pronounced as it would be in a bottle fermentation, but it's there.
1: Toasty notes. Do, were we... I think I said pear cobbler. Yeah, it's almost Something. well, it's almost like that poached pear. It's almost sort of that yeah. like cooked um, cooked pear flavor, but just really aromatic, really fresh among other things. So as you're saying, Tom, Prosecco isn't champagne. It's tank method rather than traditional method, so there isn't that extended lees aging. The reason it doesn't really need it, it's the fruit that's doing the talking. With champagne being a very, very cold region, you sort of need to have that yeast to give it, to give it that real flavour where this is – it's all the fruit, the grapes doing the talking, um, and it's a beautiful, fresh wine. That's exactly – like like the
0: clichés that come to my mind when talking about this wine are endless. T- to me – actually, you're probably better off describing this wine by way of clichés – happy, vibrant, energetic – it's. I mean, there's a degree of complexity to it, but why why overcomplicate something that is just beautiful, happy? I think if you're in a bad mood and you drink this wine, you're going to be happier. Yeah. It's it's vibrant. Yeah. The acid is vibrant. Yeah. It's not overly aggressive. Um, that the fruit characters come through: citrus, pear, bit of lime. But it's just it's just a rock star wine. It's. I think. Uh, I think the word kick ass was used before it's yeah. it's just fantastic it's a prosecco not something i would ordinarily look at but mm. this has changed it for me like yeah. this is just fantastic
1: yeah and to be honest i'm yeah prosecco is not a wine that i drink a lot of I'll, I'll try it if it's on and i think it's a fun wine but really good party wine the shit out yeah i know i would absolutely drink this i would drink the shit out of it absolutely so really good party wine fresh um great for the climate here in brisbane you can when I mean, we're in the middle of winter i think it's dead set in the yeah, middle of winter. And this intense. is a summer wine and you can drink it. So you can drink this all year round. So absolutely get on it. How much is it? 20... 26 bucks a pot. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty I would good. I would buy a lot. Value for money. Yeah. Value yeah. for money. Yeah. Yeah. Bargain for value. Absolutely. <laughs> so no, I, would, I would dead set get on this, Tom. Yeah. And what was kind of interesting, doing a little bit of homework on Prosecco, because this really
0: kind of captured my curiosity. I thought Prosecco can be this creative and this just fun to drink. Apparently, we go over to uh, the spiritual home of Prosecco, Venice. We predominantly use it as an aperitif. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's not uncommon for Prosecco to be used throughout the course of a meal be, yeah. over there. They, they, they rely on it more. It, it can stand on its own two feet. Yeah. And a lot of the, I guess, new world approach to making Prosecco, this isn't something I understand enough to be able to definitively comment on, but... But, but I, I I guess people do rely on it more as an aperitif out here, oh, yeah. whereas yeah. I've been listening to a little bit of commentary from Italian Prosecco makers and they go, no, 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 no. Like it's, it's not uncommon in Italy for Prosecco to accompany a meal from start to finish, which I find interesting. So if you have a, you know, a, a wine, a Prosecco with this much just fricking drinkability, mm. oh, don't marginalize it or compartmentalize it to just just the start just enjoy it this to me is worth every second
1: yeah i think you can say with sparkling wine in general it is generally the pre-dinner pre-lunch wine just with a vibrancy usually very high in acid as well um gets the taste gets you salivating so that's the general thing but i think yeah if you want you're you're having a meal maybe like a seafood dish or something quite light yeah this would do the job i think for sure absolutely Mm. And now that we've, we've been drinking this for, I mean, it's definitely
0: opened up. I'm definitely getting some of those more interesting characters coming through. So it's, it's not just, there, there is complexity to this wine. There's, there's vibrant, energetic, happy citrus, apple, pear, fruit. But there's this baked component that must be, I don't know, you're the expert, mate. Lee's something happening. Bit of, little, Maybe
1: a fraction of bottle age as well. Bit of, bit of bottle age,
0: but there, yeah. there is a definite complexity to this wine. Yeah. Which just makes yeah. it delightful to drink. So, Cofield Prosecco, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not all over it, you need to be. Well, I'm just looking at the back of the bottle now. I'm not one to rely on bottle tasting notes, but spice pear, lemon, apple, citrus blossom, soft mousse. What the hell is soft mousse?
1: Yeah, so just basically the um, the carbonation, and so it's probably a little bit less carbonated, yeah. if that makes sense. So it's a little bit a little bit softer. Maybe that they usually say it gives it a bit of a creamier texture, something that's less carbonated, so that's probably where they're going with that, but yeah, I mean, I'm the same as you. I've never really wanted to look at the uh the back tasting notes um I've never seen a bad tasting note being being put on the back of a bottle, so it's 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 one way traffic in that regard, Even so yeah, yeah that's right yeah it, ass it, ass it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's never been done, sorry, but I think the uh, I think they've hit a few of the key components of the wine on there, so yeah. yeah. And so they should, because if you look at the label, you know, there's a big, the the,
0: the label on the Cofield brand is a big, uh, what would you call that, a footprint, a pronounced boot. And yep. that is, uh, uh, that signifies the generations of Cofields uh, that have been in the Rutherglen region. So the Rutherglen, sorry, the, the Cofields. Winery itself uh, is as young as I think 1990, plus or minus, but the Cofield family's been operating in Rutherglen for uh, over 100 years. Okay, Lindsay, right, this one's on you, mate. Absolutely no pressure. You have graced me with a bottle of something particularly special, 2020 vintage. It's a bottle I'm some, I, I've definitely had this before, and it's very groovy. Lindsay,
1: what are we drinking, mate? Yeah, so what I've brought, Tom, is a um, bottle of Ugel Gentil. I'm not too sure. You tell me it's not Hugel. That H is not pronounced. I don't think so. I mean, I don't speak French, but I've heard some French people pronounce it. That's sort of how they're going with it. So Eugel Gentil. I really love this wine. I mean, it's a blend of a lot of different Alsatian grape varieties. Riesling, Pinot Gris, Gewurztraminer. But I think with this one. Gewurztraminer, um, it has musket in there as well. The Gewurztraminer and musket sort of are the two great varieties that really come to the fore with this wine. And they're two great varieties we don't really drink a lot in Australia. I mean, here it's sort of Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, Pinot Gris, Riesling.
0: Now, believe it or not, I have been lucky enough to have some dry musket from Alpine Victoria, which was a pretty cool find and it was just phenomenal. But, yeah, I mean, it's not something you see an awful lot of
1: no the reason we know musket here is probably through fortified wines and through its italian name which is Moscato. yeah Moscato usually made as a sweet wine um usually you know you're, you're sort of younger crowd drinking it but this is a dry musket very aromatic and it converts tramina, which i think is a fantastic grape variety tom i think we should just uh stop talking and uh have a bit of a try of this wine what do you think Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Stop talking, start working. This is it. And when
0: working is this fun, is it really working? Immediately, just getting these dry but pronounced characters. Rose? yeah, rose petal. Rose, rose petal. petal. Little. I mean, I'm not going to take it as far as saying, like, Turkish
1: delight, but there's definitely a musk thing going on. Yeah, definitely those lychees. The, the rose Trappender brings that real lychee note to this wine almost i always call it exotic it's a very exotic nose so it's not like your normal green apples or whatever you get with your most what lot of um other white wines but there's more of a depth i think there's um i would go that far as say turkish delight rose petal turkish delight lychee those sort of beautiful exotic note, notes um, i think it's a fantastic a fantastic drink and probably a style of wine not a lot of people would have tried before well, let's stop talking. Let's get drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it smells great.
0: What does it taste like? And immediately there, you know, we. I, th- I think last week we were talking about the concept of restraint. Yeah. And this is so interesting because there are definitely characters you can pick, but they're not over the top. They don't powerfully come through. Like there's definitely to to me, you can pick Gavertz, Gewurz. yeah. Gewürz Tramena. You can probably pick the musket. But it's, it's subtle, it's
1: restrained, it's really beautiful. Yeah, I mean, this is a blend of probably five or six grape varieties, but there's not one that really sticks out too much. Of the, and so I think it's a really, really well integrated wine. Also very soft, supple acidity, so it's not a high acid wine. So just um, I think this would appeal to a lot of people who are, I guess, um, acid averse. But no, uh, beautiful, beautiful wine. And a bit of texture as well. It has a bit of weight, a bit of texture. I just think it's different, but a fantastic wine. You How, uh, wh- where do you get it? Where do you find it? And how much does it cost? So this wine, a lot of retailers stock it. You can find it at Vintage sellers at the moment for $25, uh, down from $30 full price. But I think even at $30, it's an absolutely screaming bargain for mine. And it's
0: got a cork. I mean, how fun is popping the cork of a European wine with a name and a label as sophisticated? Is it – so Ugel, is that the the blend or the family? The, gen, the what, What's the family? The, who's the producer? Ugel is yeah. the producer. Okay, all right. Is there – I don't want to put you on the spot. Is there anything you can tell me about these people or other, other wines they make? Because I'm pretty sure they've got a bit of a range.
1: Yeah, they're probably one of the biggest um, producers in um, in Alsace. So they hit up most of your Alsatian varieties like Gewurztraminer, Riesling, Pinot Gris. This is just their, I guess, their blend that um, is more, I guess, commercially accessible. But yeah, no, really cool wine. Well, here's to Ugel uh, down the hatch, mate.
0: We've got work to do. <laughs> Man, this is the last one. I am excited. This This is a little bit of a surprise because opened this yesterday uh, to, uh, during a conversation I was having just by the by with one of my favourite winemakers, Tilly Johnson, a bit of a rock star in my world, so she's a Yarra Valley producer, Yarra Valley girl, I believe, but she's travelled the world, she's deen, done she's it all, she's done it all as well. So she's done vintages in Oregon, Germany, New Zealand, been everywhere, done it all, settled back in the Yarra Valley. Uh, she's worked at Brokenwood, Yarra Yearing, bunch of other places decided to start her own label and her passion for cool climate uh, burgundian styles and varietals definitely shines through if you look at uh, what she does so pinot chardonnay this is a langhorne creek grenache which is super interesting uh tilly is heavily involved in the young gun program so part of that I guess they get different opportunities to play with different things Tilly found herself with a few tons of Langhorn Creek Grenache that she ended up uh, crafting this wine from Tilly's an absolute rock star her wines sell out like crazy so the only caveat that I put on our discussion about this wine is good luck getting it <laughs> because I'm pretty sure it's all sold out so if you ever find anything from Tilly Johnson jump on it like a crazy person and buy it because it's going to be gone
1: but let's stop talking let's start drinking here you go all right tom i'll let uh let you do the pouring um brilliant and um i've started drinking a bit more grenache. um it's generally been not being something that i've drunk a hell of a lot of here is a question because I've heard it said that Grenache
0: is it's 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 vogue. It's the new thing in Australia. I've, I've actually heard somebody say that it's going to supplant. It's going to overtake Shiraz and Cabernet as the signature varietal of Australia. I am not sure if you are ever going to be able to overtake Shiraz and Cabernet as the you know the flagship varietals of Australia. But um, Grenache is pretty funky.
1: This is pretty funky. Yeah, I'm not too sure about whether it will overtake Shiraz or Cabernet, but no, people are... I think people are wanting to drink sort of lighter wines. We don't really want those huge American-oaked big Barossa Shirazes all the time. I mean, they are absolutely delicious, but there is a time for something a little bit lighter. So, Pinot sort of rose came into the fore. Um, A lot of people were drinking Pinot, but people sort of got a little... Might have wanted something a little bit different, so I think Grenache has really come into its own, so... Um, Let's have a look at it. And as we're drinking here, I'm just a little
0: intimidated by all the runners that are running past looking extremely fit. Well, we're drinking here. uh, Well, we're sitting here drinking wine. So I'm going to put less focus on them, more focus on the wine so I don't feel bad about myself. One of the reasons I love this wine is because if you look at wine in terms of, to me, the ultimate wine is going to take you somewhere. This wine takes me somewhere. It takes... I associate this wine with Australia. Bush, really interesting characteristics. It is super funky. Let's get into it. All right, let's get
1: onto the nose. I've got to say, wow. That's all I'm saying. It is just such a different Grenache. You sort of... You do get those jammy, strawberry... I guess almost like cooked strawberry notes, but there's so much more in this wine. There is... Almost a little bit of confectionery there, but it goes deeper than that. There's um, your white pepper, your earthiness, your scorched earth, your... Uh, <laughs> your scorched earth, your um, your uh, crushed ants, which is it, it's almost synonymous with Cool Climate Syrah, but yeah. here we are in a Grenache, and I'm absolutely dumbfounded. I've never actually try, tried a Grenache quite like it. Yeah, that's, that's so funny you say all those things. And I'd, I'd be
0: really interested because Langhorn Creek specifically, not a place that I could say I uh, am overly familiar with. But what I, what I can say, so talking to Tilly, this stuff's gone. Like, so the, the verdict is there. She, she actually got uh, recently the People's Choice Award, uh, Young Guns. So what she is doing, consumers offer, uh, obviously connect with. This is unique.